When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got big news. Brace yourselves. Lunchbox is back. Here he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. After like two months of being out. Hey, guys, I can't help it. After like three days of really being sick and four of faking it. Mm-hmm. Hey. You look rested, Allegedly. Man. Ah, rested is not how I'd say it. No. Morning, it, studio. Morning. morning. Sorry, I was so excited he was back. In disbelief that he came Woo! back. In the flesh. In the flesh. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's go around the room and check in with everybody. We'll go over to Eddie first. Together, we wrote a new Sonic jingle, and it's been many, many years since he's been single. Here he is, Eddie. Yeah. Guys, my kids, they don't know what an emergency is. Like, they just don't understand. I was out to dinner with my wife, and we got a call. I was like, ignore it. It's my kids. Ignore it. Then they texted, guys, call us. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Oh, gosh. It's important. So I get up, I call him. Hey, we can't find the remote. I'm like, guys, that's not an emergency. What were they trying to watch, though? <laughs> if it were an emergency. Right. Who cares? And my wife was just like, you got to get that. I'm like, no, there's no reason to get it. Like, the babysitter would call us if there was a real emergency. Oh, they had a babysitter with them. Yes, and then we thought maybe, oh, maybe the babysitter Maybe they killed the babysitter. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> a lot of stuff was going through my head. But that's, did you have a talk with them afterward? Yes, guys. An emergency is when someone's hurt and you really need us. That'll get. It's not a way to get us to call you right away. Because now you're gonna not call them back. Right. Exactly. On the pager back in the day, if someone texted you nine one one, it meant call back immediately. But if someone texted you one one nine, it meant call back pretty soon if you can. Do you guys have those codes? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know one one nine. And then you could also page boobs. Yeah. Six zero zero (laughs) six five. Do you do that a lot? (laughs) I laugh when people do it to me though. Yeah. Four three seven seven zero. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Lunchbox. This guy next to me likes to be the center of attention, and every time there's a deadline, he needs an extension. Here he is, LB. They say love can heal everything, prayers, and positive thoughts. So that's why I want to say a big screw you to all the listeners out there. What? Uh, I was expecting tons of messages saying, oh, I hope you get better, thinking about you, praying for you, you know, well wishes. I got like maybe 15. So those 15 people... I say thank you. But to everyone else, that you know, you're supposed to be like, oh, positive energy heals everything. Screw you guys. You didn't have my back. But do you think a little bit you bring on negative because you do negative? No. 
No. So you think you should be able to do negative and then positive no, no. still comes No, I don't do negative all the, like if someone is sick, I'm you're, like, no, oh, you're, you're, pretty feel better. Ne- you're pretty negative generally. Though. I say, I hope you feel better. But like, they didn't, they are all. Oh, I don't know that you've ever said to me, if I was sick, I hope you feel better. Ever one time. <laughs> no. It doesn't sound like something yeah. that's coming no, out of your not mouth. Not at all. Not at all. No, like my, my kid, I'm like, oh, I hope you feel better. Mm-hmm. And my wife, I'm like, I hope you feel better. Right, right, right. But these are listeners who, yeah, you, but- who may perceive you as being a negative person from your actions on the show. I'm just saying, like, if you guys want to say you guys pimp joy, you guys weren't pimping joy my way. I was out sick. You never knew if I was going to come back. And there was no, oh, I'm so sorry. You sounded, I don't know, super healthy by Thursday. There you should did. have been like a thread on Facebook about, oh, I hope Lunchbox gets better. Or Reddit like thread, put your, anything. Put your messages here. Yeah. Him. I thought you'd no. more so think like the show's just not the same without you. you I, don't he, I don't think he listened, except when we had him on. I had, no. Amy, I didn't listen to a clip. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Uh, moving on, she's teaching her daughter how to drive. And just the other day, she wasn't sure if she'd survive. It's Amy, everybody. Yep, yep, yep. So do you have an Apple account recovery contact? Sounds like a lot. Oh. No, so I like, don't know what that is. It's If you can't get into your iPhone for some reason, it's a password recovery contact. And you set it up through your phone. You just go to settings, Apple ID, passwords, account recovery, and then you add your recovery contact. And that way, if for whatever reason you lose access to your Apple account on your phone, computer, you can like hit them up and they can boop, 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 let you in. That's good. Who am I yours? No. Uh, no. Oh, oh wait, yeah. really? Who's yeah, who yours? do you have, Amy? I mean, this is awkward. It's not your ex-husband, is it? It's not okay. For Apple? It's not awkward. Who's your? It's not me. You don't have to say. I thought it would be me though for that because you're at work and it's like, hey. Yeah. No. I All right, we'll, we'll leave it there. Who's yours? I don't have one. I didn't know there's a thing. <laughs> I just said that. Who are you gonna make yours? Well, well it wasn't gonna be you until now. <laughs> Okay, but that's good to know. Is it new, like, operating system? Is that why? I have no idea. I just heard about it, and I was like, oh, this is good. Cause, and I don't even know what would honestly cause us to lose access to our phone, but clearly it happens because I've had it before. they have this. I've lost everything and didn't have a password, couldn't get into email, and they were like, okay, we believe it's you, but it takes, like, two days to get into. Okay. Well, then do this. Set it up. All right, thank you. Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's inspired kids to feel cool with glasses, so put them on. Head to your glasses. Bobby Bone. Thank you. <laughs> So we've been letting Eller, our dog, we have two dogs, she's half hound, half husky, go just run in the backyard and play. And we have a bunch of woods back there, but it's all fenced in. But she loves to escape. So I did a whole perimeter check and I put, bing, 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 uh, put these things in the ground for any little gap. And so we let her go, but she's back in the woods and she won't come out. She loves it. She's such a hound. Like she hunts rabbits and squirrels and I'll be like, oh, come in. She won't come in. She won't come in. So what I've started to do though, to give everybody a tip for a dog that won't come. As I looked up dog whistle on YouTube, and it plays a dog whistle, and you have to turn it all the way up, but it'll play at frequencies that I can't hear, because when you get older, your ears start to lose the highest frequency. So I'm going to do that now. I'm going to type in dog whistle, and this one is a two-hour dog whistle that's on YouTube. It just keeps going. So you can just hold it for two hours. Some of them are 15 seconds. Ray, would you mind turning the music down for one second? Now, oh. I, can, I can hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. the dogs are going crazy right now. So, but that's what I do is I walk around holding it up, and she'll go, huh? And like two or three times, she's walked over to it. So now, though, I think she's getting smart. She didn't, she didn't, the third time, she didn't come over to she's it. Not she's not following like, her YouTube again. No, but I got another one. And so there are all these dog things. Like, if your dog won't stop barking, you can hit this one. It's a whistle to make your dog stop. That's an ad. Ooh, I, can, I need this one. Yeah. If your dog's barking, this is that. It goes, Ooh. Sounds like a home run in Nintendo, RBI. Mm-hmm. 
So oh. just a tip okay. for dog owners that can't get their dog to come or wants to get their attention or they won't stop barking. Go to YouTube and type in dog whistle. And then, but some of them are so high pitched. I'm like, is this even on? And then when it gets to the fourth one, I'm like, oh, I can hear it. And Caitlin could hear it like at the very beginning. Oh. I think it's because I wear headphones all the time and it's killed that off. And also yeah. I'm a little older, yeah. but yeah. So there you go. A little tip from me to you. Appreciate you guys. A little PSA to start us off. Thank you. Lunch is here. Big day. He's back. Yeah. yeah there he is. Big day. We're just happy he came back to work. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Recently, we were made aware of an incident involving our son engaging in bullying behavior towards a kid in his third grade class. We're taken aback by his actions because he doesn't show any signs of this behavior at home. My son has had a hard time making friends. It sounds like what happened was he was wanting to fit in with a group of kids. They were the ones who initiated the bullying and our son joined in, which is no excuse. My husband and I work together and we've been working with the school to ensure that this behavior is stopped and he learns valuable lessons from this experience. We are reaching out to you for advice on how to best handle the situation. Do we forbid him from hanging out with these kids who are a bad influence? Signed, parents of a third grader. Amy, you go. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't have to like, you can't control who he's hanging out with at school, but you don't have to have those kids over. Or if you want to be an influence on those kids, you can too. I have no idea what their home life is like, but sometimes I try to take that into consideration when I think of how maybe another kid is behaving that my kid is around. I try to think of their circumstances and then talk to my kids about it. This Something similar has sort of happened and I've had to explain like, this is why they're behaving this way. But if you jump in and you're doing it too, well, we need to have a little bit of a talk here because we don't behave that way. I can't control their home, but also I have compassion for your friend that is the main bully because clearly something's up with them. So, I mean, it's just a bigger conversation. This is, I think you're taking the right steps talking with the school though, too, to try to ensure that it's not going to happen. You can only control what's in your own home. Yeah, forbidding would be tough. That yeah. word is just tough. No, it's so hard. Yeah. You can't, especially if they like them and they're friends. Then you don't want your kids to just have resentment towards you when you're not trying to be, you know, understanding of the whole situation and where everybody's coming from. You can also try to infiltrate. First of all, kids are just getting packs and bully. Even if it's not bullying, they pick on. That's just what kids do, right? Yeah. And that's not an excuse, but I was like, get the crap beat out of me when I was a kid. But I think those kids that beat the crap out of you, they were hurting they in their suck. own way. No. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Both. Yes. Both. I agree. Um, first of all, I would talk about why kids bully to your kid. Right. Kids never bully because they feel good, ever. And just because you see other kids bullying doesn't mean you need to hop in because they're doing it because they don't feel good. You're doing it because you just want to fit in. They're the root. Eddie, you have kids. What you got? Yeah, we've, I mean, we've gone through this. You just have to really talk to them and explain the other side of bullying, like the victim of bullying, what happens to them, what they're going through. And for me, well, we got like a, a couple of news articles that we found of like where bullying ended up being really bad for someone and they didn't take it well. And, you know, they made the news for certain reasons. And when you read those stories, they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. But as far as telling them you can't hang out with those people, I don't think that's definitely, that's not the answer. I think just getting your son or daughter to understand what they need to do and how they shouldn't be bullying, I think that's the way to do it. And talking to the school, like you said. And sometimes it takes one kid to step in and go, hey, guys, stop. Right. Don't bully. Teach him to be that kid. That's mm -hmm. what I did with my son. I said, you be the leader and say, hey, let's not do this, guys. 
And then, yeah. And you don't have to be all weird, like, okay, guys, we're going to... But it's just like, you, you kids joking around, all right, like, leave them alone. Yeah. That's all it takes is a diffuser. But when I told my son about that, he said, you know what? We do have a buddy of ours who always does that. And like, who diffuses? Yeah, and I'm like, be more like him. That's good. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you for the email. Good luck with that. I know it's something a lot of parents go through. Thank you. And close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Coming into the studio, our executive producer, Scuba Steve. It's time for Scuba Steve Suggests. Two months into this bit of me not shaving my head. So I wanted to do a Friar Tuck check-in with the jury here. It's hilarious. You have to take your headphones off. Yeah, check this out. So Scuba Steve (laughs) has always shaved his head totally bald. And so we made a dumb bet where if he just grew out his ring, because it goes from his beard, rings the back of his head, but that front and middle is still bald. It doesn't look terrible. (laughs) It really doesn't. Stop that. So the bet was if he grew it out until (laughs) the the end of the year or until the jury decided that it's gone too far. That Eddie would then shave his head bald. Correct. And do yes. the opposite. <laughs> so, like, I was just sitting here and just came and with, you agree to it, with a you random agree? suggestion. Yeah. 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 Scuba Steve suggests. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does. Exactly. And you're into it. So, why is it bothering you now? So, two things. One, we have St. Jude's uh, Country Cares this week. A lot, again, it's a lot of people are going to be there, people in the industry and everything. Mm. And I feel like I'm a bad representation of this show. I look a little unkempt, a little tired, a little just not myself. In Memphis. In Memphis, Tennessee this week, yes. You probably feel insecure. Very you're insecure. not going to show up as your best self. Do you feel insecure about it? Yeah, so this past weekend I was at dinner with my wife. It was our 11-year anniversary of being oh. together. And we're at this really nice restaurant. And we wore like really trendy, cool clothes. And I put on a really nice hat. And then the guy's like, hey, I like your clothes, love your hat, but can you take off the hat? And it was just like, immediately I shrunk into my seat. I felt like I was three inches tall. I felt like a loser. And the whole time I just didn't feel myself. I was not confident at all. I don't think it's as bad as you think. It's I not. mean, it, it definitely doesn't turn me on, but I don't think it's as bad <laughs> as, oh, as you think. Does your wife, does it feel like she's with a new man? She doesn't like it. No. She's over it. She's like, I hate that you do these radio bits and please shave your head. So she's done. Does it? Do you feel like it ages you? Oh, by far. I think I'm in my 50s when I have this. You even think you're in your 50s. Oh, my God, yeah. I feel wow. like it, I'm just not confident. I don't know if you have noticed it around here the last couple of weeks. I'm just not myself. So I don't know like me. You're asking the jury to yes. do what for you today? I'm asking Mike D, Morgan, and Ray to please, I'm begging you, can I shave my head this week so I can go to Country Cares and be myself? And so, but that means Eddie still has to shave his head bald. Yes. Not till after Christmas, though, right, you right. said. That after was Christmas. the deal. Yeah, that's okay. fine. We'll hold it till then, yeah. Okay, well, let's go to, to the jury and think, so, uh, can, can he bail out of this bit early? Uh, Morgan? I mean, I am really entertained by watching and seeing it grow every single day. I like to come in and see how long it is. But I will say, like, I mean, now I can see it. Now I see where it's at. Like, it is, it's thick. There's a lot going on. Like, I'm good. No, stop. You're going to let him out of the bed? Yeah, just because he feels That's bad. That's one. So, hold wow. on. Hold on. It's one. Hold on. What are you doing? It's listen. not going anywhere. This is it. Wow. This has been two months. It's not going to grow any longer than this. Oh, you can grow longer oh, than that. That'd be hilarious. I want to comb over. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not the jury. So more, one vote, yes. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we're, I've seen a lot of the hair. And if you're feeling wow. bad about yourself, I don't want that for you. Thank you. Ray? Well, when Eddie cuts his hair, it's going to be drastic. And right now I look at Scuba Steve, and that's just not drastic. I would agree. <laughs> Thank I would you. Agree. Thank it, you. It feels a lot. It's like when you have a zit on your face or like on your lip, and it feels huge. But really nobody can see it unless they look. Yeah, I feel you, like that's what Scuba's head looks like. Worse than it is. It's not it's that bad, dude. Yeah. Uh, Mike, 
I, I don't know. think we've reached the okay. full potential yet. Good, good. good. <laughs> it's not enough to warrant Eddie to shave his head. Keep it going. Okay, sorry. You've been denied. Bail has been revoked. Yeah. Rejected, okay. whatever they say. Um, so anything else you want to bring up? Yes, uh, two things. Real quick, Eddie, are you at any point nervous about this? Because I'm not going to give up now. Nervous about what? About shaving your head. No, you man. Can't, you can't back out of this. I'm not I'm not backing out. Yes, I, I so gave you my word. I've heard you the other day in the hallway saying to somebody, you don't have to do what you don't want to do. So I want to make sure that you are <laughs> definitely going to shave your head. Wow. Who did I say that to? <laughs> you, said it to you said it to Ryan. We were talking about the bit. And you're like, I don't have to do it if I don't want to do it. So I want to make sure before oh. I continue going that you're going to oh. actually shave your head. Because if I get to December 31st, you don't shave your head, I'm going to be pissed. I think I, I won't be angry. I will be pissed. I think I know what I meant by that statement. And he'll choke you and not know it. No, what I meant was I don't do bits that I don't want to do. Good answer. Okay. So like that's what I meant. Like I'm going to do it because I agree to it. Okay. Just want to just want to make sure. And then some positives with this hair though. I've noticed. So this past weekend I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> it's all over. And a gust of wind came by, and it just. I felt wind in my hair. Oh, come on. <laughs> he comes in in a cool. convertible. He bought a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up over this weekend. My hair was like sticking up all crooked and out of place. And I was like, what's, I was like, oh my gosh, I have bedhead. I've had bedhead for the first time in 15 <laughs> come years. On, we yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, dude. By the way, congratulations on being married 11 years. Thank you. Oh, I'm married six years. Oh. You've been together. Together 11 years. Yes. You were together five years before you got married? Wow, maybe my, my, my years are off here. We've been oh married, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Seven years married, and then together four years before marriage. Can we believe So this? you celebrate <laughs> anniversary of together? Yeah. It was a big meaning for me. Wait, was, was it your together anniversary? Not your wedding anniversary. No, wedding anniversary is in May. Oh, my goodness. Together. So I always just remember all the dates. I think it's sweet. I like it. I just, it's hard for me to remember all the dates. I remember all dates. Do you count it from the first date you ever went on? The very first date when I met her, when she turned around and I saw her at the Tunnel Top Bar and we locked eyes, that was the day. I remember it. She's everything to me. So I celebrate that day, yes. How long until you told her you loved her? Nah, we waited 90 days. We had a 90-day probationary period for anything and everything. What do you mean? So we didn't kiss. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, yeah. Get together. Get together. Do it. We didn't say I love you. We even saw other people and kind of tested the waters to make sure this was the right person. At You're the end celebrating of the days. an anniversary where you were dating other people for ninety days. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> what? Interesting. Hey, but look at us. We're going strong. We got three kids. Life's good. Seven years marriage. So. Did y'all hold hands in the ninety days? She gave me side hugs. Okay. So like it wasn't even like wow. <laughs> she wouldn't. She would kiss you though. No, we no never, kissing. We didn't kiss. no, no kissing. Oh, I thought you just no, meant no. like no like hardcore. No kissing for ninety days. No, we didn't do anything for ninety days. It was like make sure you. Is she want a dugger. Me. Yeah. What about those other no, no, people? He, Did you kiss the other people that you were seeing? He wanted this. Yeah, you can. You can. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so he's making out with other people, but not his wife. But he celebrates the wife. Who and came so, up with ninety day? It was her idea, and I and I agreed oh, of to course. it. Yeah. So she wasn't sure about you, basically. Uh, well, she. Well, I had just come. I had just come off in a, a really bad divorce, so she wanted to make sure that. Yeah. So she wanted to make sure that I was for sure into this because she was into it. and Wanted to make sure that it was a mutual thing and not like a rebound. A rebound. I like it by yeah. her. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I like it by her. She enforced the rules, and he listened. Mm. And you're happy that happened. Yeah. Would the, you change it though now if you could? No, not at all. Because there was girls I dated, and there was like a 90 second probationary period. Nice. And then that, those didn't really work out. The 90 seconders that get you every time. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. And the jury has said no. And I guess we'll see you soon. Yeah. Thanks so much. All right. There he is. Scuba Steve suggests. Thank you, Scuba. Mm -hmm, hell yeah. It's time for <laughs> Scuba Steve suggests. That's just become his way out. <laughs> I know, I know. Hell yeah. Oh, it's too reluctant on that one. All right. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 
shout out to Peter Mutabazi. He's a single dad who has fostered 36 children. Wow. He adopted one of them, and recently he adopted two more siblings, eight-year-old Isabella and seven-year-old Luke, which is really cool. And he's got an Instagram account called Foster Dad Flipper, where he posts all like updates on the kids and everything. And he's all about promoting foster care. He also wrote a book called Now I Am Known, and he has a foundation called Now I Am Known Foundation, which raises money for foster kids. And it's really cool that he's not only doing the work, he's promoting it and letting people know how... How That's easy, crazy. how cool this is. I'm looking at a People Magazine picture here. Single dad who's fostered 36 kids adopts the two siblings. What if you're a kid, though, that he doesn't adopt? Oh, so you, so he says his goal is always to get him back to the biological right. parents. So that would be... Mm-hmm. That's goal number one. Ideal. Got it. Yeah, so he fosters the kids for a few weeks, a few months, a few years, whatever, and then they Dang. go back to their parents. We need more people like him. That's a pretty cool story. Man. Yep, that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A couple weeks ago, we all gave Lunchbox money because he had the idea that if we all chipped in, we'd buy a pallet of returns from Amazon. We all gave him like 80 bucks. And so what we were going to do is take this pallet, we don't know what's in it, then sell it all individually and see if we can make more money than we put in. He felt like it was a good investment. I don't know why, but we all agreed. We jumped in with him. 
And who's in for 80 bucks? Me. 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 Oh, you guys? Okay. Uh, We still don't have a pallet. So what's the latest? Because you are back. You have been sick. But what's the latest? Is our pallet here today? Will it be here today? No, it won't be here today. Uh, We have hit a hurdle, a speed bump, as I would say, in business. And so we have to learn how to pivot. And I may need more money because what I found out after doing a lot more research. So what I had found online was just some guy named Mike selling an Amazon pallet. So what I think is he bought an Amazon pallet, picked out all the good stuff, and then put saran wrap around it and was selling the rest. That's what you found for us to buy? Well, Some guy that's already handpicked through the good stuff? But I didn't realize that. It made it look like it was like a, you're buying an Amazon. Why'd you take our money if you didn't know we were doing? Hold on. I thought I knew. But before I jumped in, I wanted to make sure. Your Honor, I thought I knew. So then I started doing research. And apparently, a lot of these places won't sell it to you unless you have a special light, a resale license, a business license, a tax ID. And here's a guy talking about it online. Now, what you do want to do is if you do become registered, you will need a reseller certificate, a reseller license, sales and tax form. It depends on what your state calls it. You'll need that. You may need to have a business, but I think there are ways around that is you just, you know, put it underneath your personal name. So I'm registered as my business and with my resale license. So now what? So that costs money to get all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then also I looked up places that if you don't want to do that, they will ship it to us. They're from out of state. But then we have to call we have to pay for shipping. <laughs> we, want want money back. we want our money back. We want our money back. Hold on. I want a refund. Hold on. They shipping costs, uh tax, like sales tax. Like. So it's getting more expensive. Uh, th- here's how this bid ends. I w- I'm going to get my money back, but I want to know how much more do we need to pay, according to you. Well, it depends on what pallet we... Because oh, well, they, they do give, it by weight. Just give us a number. What do you think we should all put in extra, uh, individually? It's going to be probably a couple hundred bucks. Wait, more? Uh, wait, for each of us? Yeah. No. Not all together. person? Yeah, yeah, because we got to get these. We got to get this no. resale license. Scuba Steve, what are your thoughts on this? I want money back. Yeah, I would like my money back as well. That's my only thought. This isn't going anywhere. It was. A this nice is why attempt. you don't do anything with him because no, he didn't do any research. Remember the other day you were googling how to even do it. You have no idea on how to do this, and now we have to buy a business license. I, no, no, I'm out. Obviously, I have been doing research. That's yeah, the whole point. After the fact, though, you should have had it all done. Eighty-seven fifty. I need it in my Venmo. <laughs> we're not giving up. In twenty. No, no, no. You can do whatever you want. With no, no, no. We're not giving up. Hold on. Do you still have the money? Be honest with us. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just got back from Vegas. Know. What are you talking about? Who well, yeah. wants their eighty-seven fifty back? Me, me, me. Who doesn't? Me. Okay. Well, go buy a pallet for eighty-seven fifty. No, we there was in the agreement. There was no. I want to back out. No, it no, was, there was no agreement. No, there was. The agreement was you researched this and that you were going to go pick up a pallet, but it you didn't. False advertisement. Which we should have known. Right. We cannot give up now. We're not going to give you another two hundred dollars. We'd be a fool okay. What if I get it down to one twenty-five? No, we'd no, be a fool to keep no. giving you money. What if I get it down to seventy-five? No, ten dollars each for all of us, and get us a pallet here by the end of the week, or we're out. And why would you be able to go down seventy-five dollars? Yeah, like, exactly. That's why he's up to something. <laughs> I don't know what I'm, I'm saying. I would have to get a smaller pallet. Scuba, how do we squeeze it? How do we get our money out of him? I mean, I have to go the physical route. Oh, baseball bat! I love it. I <laughs> caps. Love it. Guys, yeah, it. that's okay. Why are you so scared of business? No, no, we're scared of business with you. You. Yes. Like, like we all- could all get our money back and go get a pallet. Hey, ourselves. Scuba, if we get our money back, do you want to run Scuba's pallet business? Yeah, that sounds good. I can probably make that happen for us. Yeah. Yeah. I just, no. At a I, cheaper and more affordable cost. Than I'm telling you, I, I, the first person I found, I guess, was just some guy named Mike. Yeah, I'm out, <laughs> and I would like my money back, and I probably need it back in the next 24 hours. We'll see.
I'll, 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 I'll do some more research, see if I can get us a pallet. Hey, we can also go the court route. We can sue him. We can do that. Make it, it'll cost him more money than it would just give it back because <laughs> he had right. an attorney. Okay, so 24 hours. Either you have a different answer for us or right. we, we get our money back. I'll look into it. No, you looking into stuff is what got us here. <sighs> Mock says he can sell us a pallet. I am. I did not realize Mike was not a Amazon warehouse. But who's Mike? I don't know. It was exactly. I don't know who Mike is. He lives a couple thirty minutes away. What's hilarious is right when we were going on the air, Amy goes, "I never thought he would hear this." <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So we're about- I, and, and I never said his name. Yeah. I just didn't think he'd get back. But we're about to talk to Brett. But Amy, would you like to just tell the version? Give me the fifteen-second version. Of the okay. story that you told, and don't hold back because you know he's on the phone. I won't. My friend came to me and she's like, "Hey, I randomly had to work from home. Never seen Brett work from home before." She's like, "So now I was at home and I see him. He watch, watches movies all day, eats cereal, and goes and plays football with his friends." And, and that she was like less attracted to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just thought. She just thought don't he soften was more it of he's a on the hot phone. hustler. Yeah. Don't soften it because he's on the phone. Because he's an entrepreneur. She thought he was out, like you know, getting more business. And us here on the show, us dudes, were like. You can't judge the guy by this. Who knows what his process is Correct. to his success? Right. Only judge him based on the final product, not based on how he does it. Right. If yeah. he's figured out a way to make a lot of money by yeah. sitting at home watching movies, like then that's it. That's oh, what it's like all she's about. Jealous. See, you guys are thinking about it different than I am. I'm thinking <laughs> like this is my hero. If this al- okay, okay. <laughs> if what he's doing is allowing him to get in a space creatively mm. to make and be successful, like I'm into it. I get it. Everybody has their process. But we have Brett on the phone now. Hey, Brett, whenever you hear about this, how does it come to you that Amy has talked about this on the show? It's a huge exaggeration. Yeah. That's all it is. We thought so. Who told you about this? I was actually just listening to the show one day. (laughs) Shoot. He heard it himself. Okay. I didn't know. And I heard it. Did you know it was you as soon as she started talking? Yeah. I knew it was me. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, boy. As you're hearing it. What are you thinking? Are you thinking that Amy is telling a story that maybe she's not got the facts right or that your partner has told Amy a story that the facts aren't right? Uh, I definitely thought that my partner told the story without the facts being right, for sure. And what did she mess up, do you think? Well, there's a few things. Um, first of all, a lot of the stuff that she she likes to tell are huge exaggerations. Um one of which being that I just watch movies all day. I don't I don't watch movies all day. I like to have background noise on. I don't like to sit in a you know, a dead quiet area when I'm doing stuff. I like to have background noise. Boom. So I'll turn on a movie that I've seen a hundred times so I don't have to pay attention to it, but I can kinda still have that background noise on. While you're working? Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could be on the computer doing stuff or uh, fulfilling orders or whatever it is and have something going on. It's, it's kind of like having music on in the background. Amen. Movies. We felt that. And yeah. Amy, what movie did you say he was watching? Just because it was funny, I remember. Go ahead. Okay, there was Pirates of the Caribbean, Jaws, and Looney Tunes. That's awesome. Okay, well, I can explain that one, too. <laughs> uh, Jaws and Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. Um, I'll just, I'll kind of get on. Uh, whatever streaming service I'm on and if I see something that I like or that I haven't seen in, in a while that's a classic I'll definitely turn it on the Looney Tunes thing is an is a huge exaggeration so you know when um, after a movie ends it'll pop up different um, suggestions or yep. whatever, Boy, do I ever. kind of random mm-hmm. and, yeah and so that's what popped up <laughs> 
when she came in, it was it was like Woody the Woodpecker or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Why are you watching Woody the Woodpecker?" I said, "I'm not. It's just on the. It's just on after the movie I was watching." Did you? So, did she express to you that she was disappointed by your daily activities, or did she just go to Amy and then Amy put it out to America? No, she tells she tells me that all the time. It's just, she's just jealous of my schedule mm-hmm. that she doesn't have the. Uh, the schedule that I have that I can, you know, sit at home and fulfill orders and take care of business at home and have movies on. Would you define but, her as a hater? Nah, nah, I wouldn't say. Well, yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but what about football? But, yeah. Okay, Amy wants to know why you play football okay. in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah, okay. Football does not happen in the middle of the day. We play on Tuesdays and Fridays at 6 a.m. Oh, that's that's like working out before your job. It's yeah, it's like we get three miles of running in while we play. It's like ultimate frisbee, but with a football. Okay, yeah. So oh. we run about three miles before um, seven a.m. and then everybody goes to the jobs. But uh, so we're not we're not just picking up in the middle of the afternoon and going playing football. Um, I'm sorry, he cares about his still, fitness. Still would yeah. be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. We just do it early. But um and. <laughs> But so I, I need to go back to the watching movies, and and this this is where I was like I knew this was me when I heard that. But to be fair, there was four days in a row that I know for a fact that she did nothing at work but watch Elvis documentaries. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. oh, oh, oh! She would call me crying because she was so sad about Elvis Doc. And she had been watching Elvis documentaries all day at work. Dang. Wow. So she's passionate. No. Okay. okay. okay now Are you guys still together? But, but, I, but I'm, I'm the bad guy for watching Pirates of the Caribbean. You're the bad guy for working hard, keeping some yeah. background noise on, keeping yourself sane. Right. Did you guys right. get into an argument about this after it was on the air? No, no, not really. Uh, I heard y'all did. Well, <laughs> but maybe it's an exaggeration. It was. It was. It wasn't really an argument. I was more so like, I was like, I know that you're talking about me, and you're exaggerating <laughs> stuff to make it to make it seem a lot worse than what it actually is. You sound like a hardworking guy. All, all I know yeah. when I hear somebody that works hard and loves what they do and loves their partner, that's that's what it sounds like. I can feel it from yeah, the texture in his mean, voice. Pr- pr- Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. But yeah. I mean, I, my schedule's my schedule's made up to where I can get my work done, um, you know, as as quick as I want to. Uh, so I'm able to to, like I said, get orders fulfilled, get orders sent out, all of that good stuff, and then and then I might have a couple hours of free time where I can run around and do watch stuff, Woody the Woodpecker, whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Well, Brett, we we were always on your side. That's right. We knew something was fishy that. with that story. You don't get yeah. successful by woodpeckering all day. Maybe if you, <laughs> right. if you need a little woodpecker, get it. But still, it's to only get you set up for the rest of the day. But thank you, Brett, That's for right. calling in and setting us straight. Yeah, okay. Sorry. No problem. I appreciate that. Sorry, Brett. No, I, I, hey, I'm, I'm just glad I got to clear my name. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I've really been thinking about it. Oh, right. man. All right. There he is, Brett. <laughs> 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 all right. Thank you, Amy. What do you want to say now? I, I, great. I'm glad. Sorry. Hey, I like NPR. Just wrote um, in and said Amy is <laughs> factually inaccurate about no, this. No, I was. I received the story, and she said yes, I could talk about it because I thought maybe others could relate to this type of story. But what we learned from this is important to always gather things from both sides because mm-hmm. there's like your truth, her truth, and then in the middle, there's the truth, truth. No, I feel like his truth is the truth, truth. Mm. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play this. This is Dirk's Bentley. I, I just love when things are set straight. 
Four days watching no, Elvis it. documentaries love at work. Love it. Derek Bentley's on now. That's an Thank you, Ray. Shut us off. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Hey, I had a question about seeing celebrities in the wild. So my wife and I saw Darius Rucker this weekend at a brunch spot in Charleston. And it looked obvious that he was trying to fly under the radar. I think he may have even given a fake name for his pickup order. So we didn't approach and say anything. A couple fans did. But I just wanted to hear y'all's input on it. I know y'all mentioned about celebrities with family members are actually eating. And, and it's best not to aggravate them then. But none of those applied here. So I wanted y'all's input. I think because he ordered under the name Marius Mucker. <laughs> I wonder what that name was. Uh, if he doesn't have kids with him and he's not actually eating, you can go up and say hi. You can also be courteous and realize he's trying to go under so no one sees him. Be like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. I don't want to blow your cover. Um, okay. Yeah. Whisper. Yeah, whisper a little bit. And be like, hey, can I get a picture? Hi. You know, whenever. I love you. Creep him out. Hey, can I get a picture? I would just, you know, be respectful of that. But yeah, if he doesn't have kids with him, he's not eating. Or he's not like crying or something. <laughs> you got to watch oh, out yeah, for that. Yeah. If somebody's like crying, you probably don't go and be like, I get a selfie. But yeah, no, that's that's name of the game. You're a celebrity. Cool. Just respect the kids and respect the food. But yeah, you could have went up to him, I think. But just not like Lunchbox goes up to them. Hey! It's Darius. Darius. Yeah, camera's already in their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Play it cool. Play it cool. Mm-hmm. Here's one more. Hi, I have a morning corny for Amy. What would happen if pigs learned to fly? The price for bacon would skyrocket. <laughs> oh, funny. Get it? Yeah, yeah get, get it. Yeah. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Ring, the doorbell cam, is offering $1 million if someone's doorbell camera catches actual footage of aliens. You have until November 3rd to I'll submit. I'll offer $2 million if you give me footage from your cell phone of aliens that is proven true and you don't give it to Ring. Okay. How do you prove it's true? It can't be disproven. Oh. Like Morgan, But nobody else can have it. Only I can have it. Morgan had orbs on her doorbell cam. Morgan had like sweat, sweat or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were orbs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. You would submit it. Uh, it's called the Million Dollar Search for Extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. I watched a whole TikTok though about you don't want me to start. You're about to. I know, but I'm not. And I, not just aliens, but time travel and how certain atoms can only be sensed by certain cameras. And sometimes when they are sensed, they can go back and change the way they were sensed. It's great. In a simulation. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah. Well, Amy, Amy moves on. My favorite thing is she doesn't like even humor it. She's like weird. <laughs> anyway, so. Well, ahead. I just wanted to let people know that fake stuff is allowed for a different contest that they're running. And they're giving out $500 Amazon gift cards for the most creative submissions. So then what you do is you fake it real good. Maybe they take it as real. You get Worst case scenarios. You get scenario, you get 500. Perfect. You know, reach for the stars. If you fail, you still land on the clouds. And they're all going to be fake. Let's be real. Yeah, maybe. All right, what else? Ed Sheeran already has his grave ready for him in his backyard. Now, this is from GQ, and he said that, yeah, people think it's really weird and morbid, but he's had friends die without wills, and no one really knows what to do. No, that's all fine, but the grave in the backyard is like a really (laughs) big step the opposite way. Here's the other odd part. He originally built it because he wanted a place to mourn friends who'd passed away, but then he also will host friends' weddings in his backyard. Wait, why does he want to mourn friends that pass away? Is he going to bury them back there too? Yeah, weird. No, I guess there's a place to go and... Like I, it's a honor, cemetery. Honor them. I don't think they're in it by any means. But then, like, if I was getting married back there, I'd be like, "This is weird." But as the grave thing was being built, he thought it was so beautiful that he decided he wanted to be buried there when he dies. So that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. 
I hope Ed's okay. <laughs> I like Ed. I hope he's okay. All right, Ed? Uh, Google Trends just did a big search for country music and like how many people are searching it. And it's very, very, very popular right now. Do you want to know the top artists people are searching for? Um, I could probably guess, but it's very popular because we have some artists that are hitting the pop charts. Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs. Uh, Zach Bryan. Mm. Okay. Those would be the three that I'd probably say were the most searched too. Okay, that's three of the five. Yeah, who else? Uh, Dolly Parton mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift. As doesn't really count. Well, Google is counting her. She doesn't really count. She started here, and she is country when she wants to be, but I wouldn't say her her music now is country. Which they nah. also said one of the top searches is, uh, is blank a country singer, and the top ones are Taylor Swift. The answer is yes, <laughs> she is. But not currently. Right. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Zach Bryan and is Jelly Roll a country singer? Mm, interesting. interesting yeah. The answer is yes. Currently he is, but he's not all. It's like it's the opposite of Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Blanche is a golden retriever. Now Blanche is at the Aflac Cancer and Blood Disorder Center in Atlanta, and she goes with kids into their cancer treatments. What Stanley would never be able to do this, and neither would Eller. Why not? They can't go anywhere with anybody because yeah. they, they just want to lick and pet and jump. And people are fragile there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You can never let Stanley do this. But this dog is awesome. She accompanies the kids. She puts her head in their lap, and it also gives them a distraction. They pet her. And no way, I couldn't train either of those dogs to do this. We have to put Eller on anxiety medicine mm. because she's so anxious all the time. Mm. We wondered what was up. We were going to send her to do this at the Aflac Cancer and Blood oh, Disorder Center. It was all in order. And I was like, yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> so let Blanche do it. But Blanche is awesome. I so, love that her name is Blanche. Yeah, it sounds like an old woman. Yeah. It sounds like Golden, <laughs> Golden Girls, Girls Blanche. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Blanche. Shout out to all the kids going through that, all the families going through that. All right, appreciate that. That is Tell Me Something Good. That was Tell Me Something Good. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.